0: you. We want to welcome you today to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. During this season we're going to be discussing a lot of topics concerning family. How to raise your kids, laying up a legacy, how to have a strong family. Yes, yes. But what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about raising children. We have three beautiful children that we are very extremely proud of. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about that the next few episodes. Please, like you said, if you have not already uh, listened to our prior episodes, go back. You know, Uh, I think this is 22, so you've missed 21 episodes, so make sure that you go back and listen to them. Uh, You know, a lot of times people spend time on Netflix, um, you know, watching a bunch of episodes, a bunch of seasons. You know what? Do that with us. You'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah, you want to be a binge watcher when it comes to Kingdom Concepts. (laughs) You know, when it comes to raising children... um, the thing that stands out to me when it came to us raising our children, we were so young, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we really didn't know a lot, but man, we got saved. Mm-hmm. we seen the value of having the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives yeah. and how important it was for us to multiply what God was doing in us to multiply it within our children. And, you know, one of the things that I always say that, you know, as parents, you know, one of the greatest gifts that yeah. you can give your family is a worthy example. And, you no, know, so having said that, you know, why don't you share with those people that are watching today how we step towards being an example, the, the things that we laid out from the very beginning, you know, until our children were launched out of the house? Yes.
1: Well, you know, I really think it's important, and this is a, um, a kingdom concept. You know, we're talking about how to live in this kingdom, you know, and I really feel like if we, if you want to raise your children, you want to raise your children. In the way that um, the Bible says that we're supposed to, you number one, you have to be saved. You yeah. have to ask Jesus Christ to um, just be the Lord of your life. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't know where you're at in life and and where are your children at, what age they are. But I'll tell you this: if if you're trying to raise your children without God right now in this kind this world, I just I I urge you to ask Jesus to help you in your child in your child raising. Not just make him a part of your life. And in at work and at home, but you need to make him a part of raising your children. And for us, when we got saved, we had we when we got saved, we only had one daughter, and she was two years old. And I felt like we had made so many mistakes already. Yeah, we did. I felt like, you know, she was two years old, and she's such a good little girl. And uh, I just felt like we were making so many mistakes. You know, we were the responsible uh, heathens, I guess you would say. You know, we never drink in front of her. We didn't do drugs in front of her. We didn't allow smoking in front of our in our home. You know, we did those natural things that we thought about being that was being good parents. You know, uh, if we were going to party all night, you know, we would get a babysitter. And and, you know, we, we were my daughter now says that we were dumb responsible. You know, we did the responsible things that were still dumb, you know. But when we got saved. And she was two years old. And immediately, you know, we, we knew, wanted to know what to do. So I remember us getting two books, uh, one on marriage and one on raising your children. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yes, I do. We got those books and we just started reading it. And I just felt so, I remember feeling, I remember feeling so inadequate, you know, to raise a child in the Lord. And I remember thinking, Lord, in every area of our lives, I want you part of, but raising our children needs to be important. And I have always thanked God that in, you know, 30 years of marriage and now three children, we've never, ever had an argument on how to raise our children. Mm -hmm. We've never had a, well, I think you should do it this way. And I don't think, I think you should do it this way. We've always been in unity when it came to raising our children because his word was the standard.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I because God and his word are one and, you know, we set aside our opinions Mm -hmm. and we held on to the instruction that the word of the Lord gives. And and we knew how to be a bad example. And that yes. was the thing that we didn't want to yeah. have happen. We wanted our children to have a better life than us. And we knew that in order for that to happen, we had to create a culture in our home that centered properly on the lordship of Jesus Christ, and on Amen. the value of his word. You know, our children were raised in the word yes. as we were growing in our understanding yes. of the word. And uh, and because that foundation, that word is a solid foundation, you know, as you build upon that, you know, it it, it can never be erased, it can never be undone. Mm-hmm. You know, even when people's children backslide or they run away from God, when the foundation's been laid in the home, even though they try to deny him, you know, at, at the end of the night when you're left with nothing but yourself, you're gonna remember the foundation that was laid mm-hmm. and you're gonna remember those truths and how those truths produced because our children we showed them that the word worked Mm -hmm. we showed them these are the scriptures that we're standing on and believing the lord to take care of our needs Mm -hmm. to supply our wants and they seen us pray and then when the manifestation showed up we showed them god's faithful Mm -hmm. we showed them always that you know we weren't perfect but we taught them that the lord jesus christ you know is perfect And I think that Mm -hmm. that foundation of the word and raising them in church and going to meetings, we we paid a price to take our children to meetings where there was great ministers, to where the word of faith was being preached, things that would help build them where they were at. We weren't just going to meetings for us to Mm -hmm. be fed and for our children to be thrown in a nursery. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. invested in them. And those investments paid off because our children grew in the Lord. So where they're well beyond their years and their understanding of the Word of God and their mature believers.
1: Yeah, you know, I remember going to week long conventions, you know, and, uh, you know, people would show up, all, a bunch of people would show up with them and their kids. And you know what? We were in service from 8 in the morning till nine, ten o'clock at night, and our kids were right there. And you know what's the amazing part is I never heard them complain. I never heard them say, oh, we got to go to church again. I never heard anything. It was like, when is this happening again? When are we going to get to come back? And we made sure that, as like you said, we, we were growing, they were growing also. You know, um, and I remember that they would say things that we know were be, they were being taught. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they would say things that they learned at children's church. They would say things that they learned a, a children's church teacher or a youth pastor teach them. And it just was such a blessing to where not only were uh, we developing our faith, but they were developing their own faith. There was things that they were standing for. They were things that they were believing for. And they were able to use their faith to do things just like we were.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we encountered, maybe you're watching this episode today, and maybe you've encountered the same thing to where, you know, we had family that, um, you know, were religious. and. When they seen that we were raising our children in church, in the word, uh, there was many of them that didn't understand it. They thought that we were shielding our children, that we were doing them a disservice by not allowing them to be more in contact with the the world, the ways of the world. But we, we held on to the word of God. And, you know, and when people ask me, what was the approach that you took to raising your children? And the scripture that comes to my mind is Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. And Jesus was speaking here to his disciples. And this is what he said. He said, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. You know, I raised my, my daughters and my son you know, together that we are training you up mm-hmm. to send you into hostile environments. You're going to go into a world that hates God and hates the things of God, and we're sending you like sheep among wolves, Mm -hmm. but you are going to be as wise as a serpent. You're going to know what God's word says to do in the midst of that environment, and God's going to be with you, Mm -hmm. and so our children, we train them to go in those environments, and instead of the environment of the world changing them, they were the light in that darkness, Mm -hmm. and God used them to help change the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's proper parenting. I think that when you're raising your children, it's not so much that you you do everything to keep them away from everybody that's doing wrong, but your children need to understand what is right and they need to understand why why it's right. Why we live according to mm-hmm. that word, not just just do it.
1: Yeah. Well, if you we re- if you raising them like that, shows them how to be strong in their own faith. I remember countless times I mean countless times you know back back when we were raising our kids there wasn't plugged in and uh, kids in mind apps and all that to be able to check a movie to see if it's okay you know and I remember several times dropping our kids off to go to the movies you know they were going to meet their friends dropping them off to go to the movies and then uh, no cell phones and we just get home and get a phone call hey mom uh, you need to come back pick me up why Mom, the movie started off. No, you just need to come back and pick us up. We're not. And it was PG-13. It was, we weren't dropping them off at a rated R movie. Uh, they, no, Mom, this is not a good movie. Okay, we'd come back and pick them up. I remember dropping them off at birthday parties and, you know, barely getting home. Mom, there's no adults here. Mom, they're doing, no, you need to come get us. You know, and it would have been very, very easy for them to stay there. Would have been very easy for them to watch this movie or or. Uh, be influenced but it wasn't why because the faith that they were developing was strong also and and you know just putting in everything that you're learning at in the word everything that you're uh, developing in the word for them to have it also that's really important we can't be you know adults going to church and and only growing ourselves we have to make sure our children are growing that's what we're talking i don't remember countless times where you'd come home and sit them down and say, hey, you know, uh, Lord, uh, the Lord showed me this. And you'd sit down and you'd teach them. You'd teach them it's because God revealed something to you. You'd want to teach them also.
0: Yeah, well, because, you know, your children, it's, it's training for reigning.
1: And that's, you've, always said, that. you've your, always said that. Your
0: children are children of God. They're children of a heavenly kingdom. And we're training them how to reign on this earth as God's sons and daughters. And, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 6. 22. says train up a child in the way that he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it what we were doing as we were being trained we were training them we were showing them hey by our example our kids weren't living what many people have experienced in the world you know some of you were raised with a parent that said do what i say not what i do you know they'd tell you you can't smoke while they were smoking a cigarette (laughs) they'd tell you you know things like that and and then they wonder why the generation was so confused and so rebellious. We taught our children, not just by what we said, we taught them by how we lived. Mm-hmm. that God's word was truth to us. Mm-hmm. And the truth that God was teaching us at a much older age, we were conveying those truths to them at a younger age. And it, it is training. Our, us raising our children was intentional. You know, we weren't just going to church. And dropping our kids off in a nursery and expecting them to raise our kids or dropping them off at youth ministry and expecting someone else to raise them. We were on purpose, intentionally training them in the things of God. So that they can change the world as well as go into the church and be a witness.
1: Yeah, and you know, if you are going to church and you're you have a good pastor, you have a good word coming in, you know, that doesn't and you drop them off in the nursery or you drop them off in children's church, drop them off in youth, that doesn't negate us as parents finding out what's, what's being taught in youth, what's being taught in children's church. You know, you can have a good word coming from the pulpit, but your kids are in the back playing games every yeah. service. Mm-hmm. You know, your children, your babies are not getting anything. You know, as a parent, you need to find out what are they teaching back there? What word is coming back there? If, if you're, um, you don't have a good church, find a good church that not only preaches the word in the pulpit, but your children in children's church are, ma- are being uh, taught the word, not, you know, like you always say, sock puppets and flannel, and flannel boards. boards, which is okay if you have sock puppets and flannel boards because that's the only thing that you have. But the word is being preached to it, you know, with it. Because you don't want to send your teenagers and your youth to have fun every service. Yes, you know, in our church, uh, we have a great church and ministry. But it is fun. I, and it's fun. They have fun. But they have the word and, you know, once a month they have a fun night, you know, but it's the word being preached. I can't tell you how many times our children's workers will say, hey, we're using these scriptures and it's the same exact scriptures you're using. Yeah. You know,
0: there's a harmony there. And I think that when your children are trained in the things of God, then when life happens, you will always find yourself as a family on common ground.
1: Yes absolutely because
0: you agree with the word mm. the same way that we agreed in training them in that word mm-hmm. they agree in living in that word because mm-hmm. i know there was times when um our children would be in a place with uh, other people sometimes even with family their age oh, their yes. cousins sometimes and and their cousins would be cussing and and misbehaving and they noticed that our children didn't mm-hmm. and i remember one time they even told them you know hey you, you can go ahead and cuss we're not going to tell your parents. And I remember the response from one of our children was this. They said, they said, I don't cuss because my parents are around. They said, I don't cuss because I don't cuss. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to. And I remember that blessed me so much because, you know, it, it, it's intentional again. Mm-hmm. And, and to see that what's important to you will be important to your mm-hmm. children. You know, one of the greatest things that I said earlier was that the greatest gift that you can give your children is a worthy example. Mm-hmm. You are your children's heroes Especially when they 're younger, they want to be like you that 's why they talk like you, they sit like you, they act like you they want to dress like you because you 're their heroes and so it 's so important that you take your position, amen, in raising them. thank God for people that help us, thank God for good children 's ministry, thank God yes. for youth pastors man I mean they pay a price to help you raise your children, but they 're not a substitute that's right to to your children amen they're they're an asset to your children you 're the source, and maybe you 're watching this. Um, this program today, and maybe your children are already out of the house. Maybe they're already adults, and and you have deep regret because you didn't raise them Mm -hmm. the way that you know to raise them. Now, lay that same foundation. Mm -hmm. Live your life according to that word, and you will see their hearts change Mm -hmm. when they see that how you live and what you say agree. Mm -hmm. That's integrity. Our children didn't see different Christians at church in us in a different Christian you know, a parent at home, they seen that we were one. And I just think that that is so important that, you know, you raise your children knowing that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior and understanding that the word of God is what makes us strong. And the word of God is what makes us spiritual. Um, Eliana, why don't you pray for, you know, maybe the people that are watching, maybe there's a mother or a father that's, um, hearing, you know, this broadcast and it's just stirring things inside of them. Maybe they've been a bad example. Maybe you have a child that, man, they've done everything they can to be the Mm -hmm. best parent they can and they're struggling still on that. And they're, they're, they're losing hope or faith. Can you, can you pray for them today?
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, and I would say this, that, um, uh, one of the most important things I feel like we did, Josh, is that if we made a mistake, if we reacted in a way we should have acted, we always made sure to apologize to our kids and tell them, you know what? I was wrong in this area.
0: Mm-hmm. We owned and it.
1: And we, we owned it. And we prayed together. And so if you're here, like my husband said, and maybe you've made a lot of mistakes, maybe you've, uh, you feel like you can't fix them, you know what? Have a, have a sit-down meeting with your kids, and no matter how, just say, you know, this is how we've done it in the past, but this is how we're going to do it now and pray. Amen? And, and just ask God to, to come to fix it because he will. And so I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, we just praise you right now. We thank you. And, Lord, I thank you right now for those that are watching right now. And, Lord, I ask them right now, Lord, that you would just begin to quicken their heart, begin to quicken their spirit, and just show them things that, that they need to change. Show them things that they need to fix. And, Father, Lord, show them things where they've done it right and show them how to, to make that better. And, Lord, I ask that unity would happen, that love and peace and, and mercy would be upon their child-rearing days, Father. We praise you, Lord, and we thank you so much that, that you're with us and that you care how we raise our children, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this time that we shared. And uh, we look forward to you being with us on another broadcast. I know that the next uh, episode has to do with having a strong family. Mm-hmm. And that is so important because... When you have strong families, you have a strong church, amen. Amen. You have a strong neighborhood. You have a strong community. So we love you. And again, God bless you. Jesus is Lord.